there are so many things that I want to talk about today. Welcome to My Day Friday is December 4th. We're going to get into a, a lot, um, but I want to start off by one of the two things that I can say I told you so to Carla Marie. There's two? There's two. The first one is what we just uh, realized because Carla Marie, as we started recording this podcast, was like, I don't hear anything. You didn't turn my mic up. My headphone. It's number two. Turn my headphones up. And I said, Carla Marie, everything seems to be working on my end. Um, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your headphone cable that I've been telling you for months is destroyed and should be replaced. It shouldn't be replaced until it dies. But what was the problem in not being able to hear everything? Before? It actually wasn't the cable. Mm. It was you, where you plugged it oh, in. Okay. Well, let me live my life. <laughs> All right, let's do this thing. Hey, this is Kaiser. Hello, guys. This is Nico and Vince right here. Hi, this is C. I'm Lily Allen. Hey, it's Charlie XCX. Hey, I'm Iggy Azalea, and you're listening to Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day Friday. It's my day Friday. It's my day Friday. My day Friday. It's my day Friday, baby. Bitches. Woo! Bitches. Roll up. <laughs> Who was roll up? I always thought roll that was up Nelly. was no, it wasn't Nelly. It was um, kidding. Oh, kidding! I don't does think that. I've ever heard that intro. What? No, because we used to say roll up all the time. I know. I think it was somewhere else. No, it was there. Anyway, welcome to My Day Friday. It is. Uh, my name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie. And we used to have radio jobs, by the way. Just fun fact. If you're yep. just like, oh, My Day Friday, let me go listen. And what are these two up to? Uh, we got let go in July of this year, 2020, the year of hell. And we are continuing our My Day Friday podcast. We have a show on that we do on Twitch, a live streaming platform, three days a week. So you can watch us do a show uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday mornings. And of course, uh, everything that you can do to follow us, that will be below in the show description. If you are listening specifically on Apple Podcasts, because according to our little metrics that I was looking up before, yeah. a lot of people seem to have the Apple yeah, please the phones. Uh, hit the subscribe button and then leave a review. Apple is currently, I believe, the only podcast platform where you can actually leave a written review and you rate the podcast as well yeah yeah so uh if you can just lie tell everyone this podcast is incredible well, and give us five stars if you have a complaint just email us but if you have something really nice to say put it in the reviews but subscribe everywhere else appreciate that it costs you zero dollars to do that yeah if you complain do that privately if you want <laughs> to exalt us please do that publicly you know i actually I'm, i've been listening to this like self-help book oh boy how's that will. going um i mean i'm helping myself i guess Seems i don't like know it. So one of the things that he's talking about is, um, is handling your, your tasks, your daily responsibilities, things like that. And about how a lot of people will push for efficiency, right? I want to be as efficient as possible. Right. And he says it was kind of profound in what I, what I was listening to, cause I'm listening to the audiobook, And he said, efficiency works for things, not people be efficient with the things in your life. Don't be efficient with the conversations in your life. Hmm. And I thought it was really interesting that, especially with what we do and what I think a lot of people are seeing across media, because like ESPN's firing a crap ton of people. Um, iHeart's obviously fired a, a whole lot of people, including us. Um, and a lot of it is is in the name of efficiency. We can do more with less people. We can do more with smaller teams. And in an industry and in a world where everything really depends on 
intercommunication between people. Yeah, like we have a lot of things through the internet that we can do where we don't need to speak face-to-face, but at its core, everything is still interdependent on people talking. Well, look at Disney. Disney is doing the same thing right now. And granted, there's not as many people going to the parks, but when you go to Disney and you're greeted by a Disney worker, Mm -hmm. that is part of the magical experience at Disney. When there are less employees and less, what do they call them? They have a name. For Disney employees. Magic makers? Something, isn't it something with magic? Maybe. Not magicians, but something. Magic maker, maybe? I don't know. Um, but it's just, it changes the experience. Yeah. Um, but it was just a, a little blurb that I've been trying to keep with me is efficiency works. Be efficient with your things, not with people. And I was like, you know what? That is, you know, because we, I think oftentimes try to wrap up conversations. So like, I got to get on to this next next task. I don't want to waste time in this conversation. When mm, the conversation, you, that is you, Carla Marie. That's my MO. And Carla Marie, when we had jobs. I think and I had have an, ADD. Had an office. No, an ADD is an, unless you're diagnosed. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. I truly believe. So then why don't you get, get diagnosed and somehow because get help for it? I don't want to take medication for it. And I've gone this long in my life that I feel like I, and I, I don't have a severe case, but I feel like I can do other things like well currently you don't have a case at all you do not ha- you no one's told you that you have ADD therefore you don't have a case of ADD whether it's a no but I'm case saying I don't I, I can focus on things yeah. it's not like I'm I'm it's not like it's detrimental to me as a person where I'm at a point where I'm like I need to go to the doctor okay. no I I know that there are things that I can do to focus better and it's not just now I look back on my childhood and I'm like yeah I definitely I definitely had it but you don't know for sure. You believe you had it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, back to when we had radio jobs and it, combine that with back when people were in an office together speaking closely. Yes. Um, Carla Marie used to get so mad at me because I would wander the hallways. I'd have conversations with our friends like Ben and Jared and Carla Marie would walk in and be like, I'm leaving. If you want to ride home, you got to come with me. Okay, but at that point, it would be 2, 3 p.m. And I would have shit to do with my day. Like what? Like what? Go home and record my podcast. But again. Work out. Rest. Interact with my friends. Not sit in a radio building for 12 hours a day that was only going to kick me in the ass eventually. Well, yeah, there's that. But I don't I don't regret. Most of those conversations were just conversations with friends like Ben and Jared and things like that. Um I don't even know how we got down that rabbit hole. I don't know. You were complaining as always. You know, we've been getting a lot of complaints lately that all you do is complain. What am I complaining about? Me. Okay, that's different because it's easy to complain about you (laughs) and you do a lot of things that warrants complaining. Oh, you were telling us about efficiency. Because you, my friend, are apparently the king of efficiency. No, no, I'm not. I'm not at all. You're actually worse than I am. I'm not necessarily... I don't organize my day well. I get a lot done. But I do it on my own schedule all the time. Will you? And that's not good. No. Will you promise me that you will either invest in a journal that will keep you on track, like a planner for mm-hmm. the new year, or start listening to some productivity podcast? Because that's, that's what, what I'm, I've been doing. I'm literally doing that right now, now. That's a book about how to be successful. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in the productivity chapter. I want you to do a whole productivity. No, I won't promise that. Um, what are you reading or listening to now, Carla Marie? We actually need to post that on our Instagram. I am reading The Joy of Missing Out, okay, which has then spiraled into me listening to The Joy of Missing Out podcast and some other productivity podcasts. But what whole, is The Joy of Missing Out? 
It is about looking at everything on your quote unquote to-do list and everything you say you have to do that's so important, but it's all these women, it's mainly focused on women and how we constantly feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And we, we pride ourselves on being able to do quote all the things, but that's not a good way to be successful. And it's kind of helping you knock things off this list and like, that's not important or look at your priorities and then i'm in the part now where like you have to come up with your own mission statement that's i'm literally the book that i'm listening to is also having you do that whoa yeah i think I. it's a lot of similarities so i um or there are a lot of similarities i was not prepared to do this because i'm still hashing it out but do you want to hear my mission statement uh sure i haven't taken the time to write mine so i'll listen to yours my mission statement is to connect people businesses and ideas to bridge the gap between people businesses oh i was still hashing it out (laughs) (laughs) to bridge the gap between people businesses and ideas and to be the megaphone for small businesses and then i also toyed it around with use my ability to communicate well to communicate people no sorry yeah you're really good at communicating huh use my ability to communicate well to connect people businesses and ideas these were just different ways to phrase it um use my passion for trying new things and products to help connect people businesses and ideas or oh and then this is my these are all different statements or this is one statement that was i was trying to figure out how to word it but the whole point is i love small businesses i love working with different people who have cool and fun ideas and I love coming up with ideas. So how do I create something that lets a small business dream big, but make that dream come true for them with my ability to connect them with other businesses and people and whatnot. And then my vision statement, which is different. I don't necessarily remember what it means, but I wrote bridge the gap between consumer and business. All small business owners feel like they have the backing of a corporation, but not actually be working for a corporation. Okay. And, that's how you're go- that is that what you want to do professionally yeah or so is that what you want to do like kind of your community service to the world i think it's both okay. for me i think that's what i want i everyone be like what do you want to be known for and i never under i'd be like i want to be known for like being successful in radio but like that never happened so but <laughs> no, I, I think you are known for that i know but i think that we hear a lot of people as they get older and i mean older like literally our age in their 30s be like I was chasing something like, what is my purpose in life? Mm -hmm. And if I can do something that I love, make money off of it and do good for other people at the same time, then that's what I want to be able to do. And I've fallen into this world of small businesses and it's something that I love. And I don't want to say it's not something that's tapped into yet because like MX has shop small and all of that. But I think that there's something there where I can help small businesses have this like i had an idea that i'm not going to say on here okay. but it would be it would involve working with hulu or youtube tv one of those big companies mm-hmm. but i don't know how to make that happen but i have a great idea okay i know some people had you told me i could have connected you and had you a part of my i think i started my telling you the other day and you told me to be quiet you were doing something okay well that's different <laughs> i was trying to prioritize my day mm-hmm. and not be distracted by carla marie mm. um by the way we are going to be on a few other podcasts. We're currently on other podcasts as, as well. If you want an easy place to find all of that, because we've been on with Elvis, we've been on with uh, 20-somethings doing nothing podcast. We're going to be on with our friend, uh, producer Bill. We're going to be on with our friend, Tom Kelly. All of that stuff, if you go into the show description, there will be a link for our newsletter. And that's how we try to get it out to everybody. And keep in mind, sometimes you're going to have to check your junk mail. Or add it to a you know your inbox or whatever because a lot of people say that it goes to their junk mail because it is 
Um, it's a junk. mass email. No, it's not junk. And, and we try not to spam people. You know, I actually tweeted about this. And I might take the tweet down now because I think the problem is solved. But um, oh, I purchased uh, Power Beats Pro headphones, which are the Beats by Dre, like over-ear, true wireless headphones. Not over-ear. They have the little hook. And I swear to you, I unsubscribed from their email list 17 times. Sometimes like, these companies have like sub email lists that you don't, that they create, I think, to get around the legal bind of people unsubscribing. No, I, I clicked the remove me from all lists button mm. and it got to a point where I tweeted the company. I said, hey, at, at Beats by Dre, I love your Power Beats Pro, but please, how many times do I have to unsubscribe to be removed from your email list? And I think... And I get it. It's a tactic, right? You're trying to blast out that message, that yeah. sales pitch to as many people as possible. But Jesus, I don't need to hear it every day That's or, or read it every day. It was no joke. I would say I would get an email from them every other day. But you know why they were doing that? They were obviously seeing a return. They wouldn't course, be sending yeah, an email every day if they weren't getting a return. Or maybe they weren't getting returns and like, they'll just send more. <laughs> just give us more people. Newsletters are inter interesting because I really do think that they are unbelievably valuable. Our friends at the Roosevelt's have a, mm -hmm. a great newsletter and they see an amazing return. A lot of small businesses I work with see an amazing return. But I do think, and it's crazy that we're not there yet, we are going to get to a point where that market is going to be too saturated. And granted, mm -hmm. it's up to the consumer on how much they want to saturate themselves with newsletters. But it does get to a point where it's like, I don't focus on what's in my inbox yeah i mean I, I let my inbox go for days at a time and then i'll sit there for an hour and clear it out but um and I, we actually talk about this in the tom kelly podcast that we're going to be on monday morning monday afternoon whenever he posts it and um one of the best pieces of advice that we got was from tom kelly he had messaged me on facebook years ago and he said hey make sure he's like i should have done this earlier when i was doing a lot on facebook but make sure that you're just gathering as many email addresses Honestly, like tell people, hey, we want to put you on, on a mailing list because that is, especially if you download it from whatever server, from MailChimp or whatever, if you download those lists on a weekly basis, no one can take, an algorithm can't take that from you. A radio station can't take that from you. It's yours. You own and, those. And it became so valuable. We started it right before they took us off the air on nights, I think it was, or was it mornings on power? Mornings on power, I believe. So we started it right before that and it became so powerful because our main avenue to get to people and to get to our radio family and our, our bigger community at large was the radio. And with social media, you're, you're trying to navigate these algorithms and sometimes yeah. you don't see things. And it just worked out that we had started it about a month or two before that. So there was this core group of people mm -hmm. that we were able to say, Hey, we're off the radio for a little bit. We're going to be okay. We just don't know exactly what's happening at the moment. And then when we were taken off at nights, it was the same exact thing. Yep. And we're able through that platform whether iHeartRadio or Facebook or Twitch decide to get rid of us or change something or make us harder to discover, that email list is super important. And we're not really, at the moment, at least selling things. So it's really just, this is what we're doing. This is where we are. If you choose to hang out with us, you can subscribe. Yeah, social media is amazing, but at the same time as a creator, mm -hmm. it is so frustrating because you are chasing this algorithm and you're like, but I see all these people following me, but they're not seeing what I'm posting and it gets very frustrating. Yeah. And it's not just like, oh, I want more likes. For us, it's like we're doing things and we want people to know that we're doing them other than posting to Instagram. Yeah. And 
the world of social media is so royally effed up. Like if you watch The Social Dilemma, you yeah. learn this. But what keeps happening to me when I log into Instagram, it says, hey, people don't know where you oh, yeah. are. You need to change your location services. And if you do not, the right people and not a lot of people will not see your location. So I follow the instructions and all it wanted me to do was turn on allow location services while using Instagram which apparently have been on. Yeah. So I don't know why it keeps doing it, but they're just getting people, influencers and creators, to put on location services, telling them they're dangling over their head. Yeah. Turn on location services, more people will see you. You know one of the craziest things with having your location on your phone mm -hmm. and having apps, specifically apps that sell ads, so Facebook, Instagram, iHeartRadio, ESPN, all of those. Um, one of the reasons they want you to do that is because let's say you go into a Home Depot or you go into, I was going to say Toys R Us. It's Toys R Us. It's not a thing yeah. anymore, right? I think Best they did pop-ups. Yeah. Let's, let's say Best Buy. The app will be able to know that you went into those stores. And now, if you let's say you went into Home Depot, they can serve Lowe's an ad and say, hey, Lowe's, we know that, you know, 6 million people that use. Lowe's an ad. No, no. They would go to Lowe's and yeah. say, hey, Lowe's, we know that 6 million of our users have gone to Home Depot in the last month and a half. Why don't you pay us to target those people and get them to you? And it, it's kind of crazy that that's actually possible. And then you can actually, if you're a little, this does work for small businesses. Cause if you're a small business and you want to make sure that you're hitting everyone in your area, you can go to those apps and say, Hey, I want to make sure I hit everyone in the 98107. Is that our area code? 98107. Yeah. Area code. And they'll be able to do that too. Yeah. It's nuts. It's interesting. When I was in college, I always forget the name of this class, but professor Pike was the teacher and this was, I guess, at this point, 12, 14 years ago. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, with these websites and these digital ads coming <laughs> with out. With these website things. What's happening is they can see. There's a thing that they're doing now where they can see, in some cases, other websites you visited. And when you go on another website, there will be an ad that kind of targets yeah. you. And I wrote a whole paper and did a whole presentation about how I was for it. And I said, why wouldn't I want a world where... I'm seeing the things I actually want. The clutter is gone. You know, this system knows me and knows what I want and I can shop and I don't have do to you, go out of my way. And it's just, do you still feel that way? Yes and no. I mean, okay. I'm definitely, it creeps me out a little bit, obviously, but that this world of targeting ads is, it's no different. Okay. I don't say it's no different. It's the same idea as it was years and years ago of targeting a consumer. No, there's I just more ways to get and more efficient ways to get to that person you can be in their home let alone hoping your mailer gets to them okay now I'll, I'll agree but disagree yes there are similarities in yeah. how you're trying to find an audience and target them the difference if you're talking about your your stereotypical like uh what's it called main not mainstream media what's the word i'm looking for not what not old media New traditional media. traditional media. Wow, I couldn't think of the word. Let's say TV, radio, newspapers, right? Let's right. give those three. The difference was I was making a choice to turn on my TV. Mm -hmm. I was making a choice to to tell Nielsen, which it does ratings now for radio and TV, but used to just be TV, um, access to what I'm watching. Yeah, but you're making a choice to open the Instagram app? Yes and no. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. No, but hear, hear me out. 
and I'm going to tell you why I disagree with you. And I don't think it's ever going to go away. Never. But you start, it's the, the whole Pandora's box thing, is once you open it, what are you allowed to control and what are you not? So at what point do regulators come in? Does the government or something or some sort of third-party regulator commission or something. come in and say, hey, you can't sell that type of data of a person to a company? Or you have to be 100% transparent and give your audience the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to opt out and say, do not sell my info. Because they are selling people, right? So when I turn on a TV, yes, there are companies that know the address that I'm at, um, whether I'm the homeowner, things like that. They know information, but they don't know the ins and outs, the likes, the dislikes, the people who I'm connecting with on a daily basis. There is a little bit of division there, a little bit of anonymity, but with social media and listen, we we're in that world. We're on Twitch. People are being served ads. I'm sure if they're not subscribing to our channel, they're being served ads that somehow relate to what they do on mm-hmm. the, in the online space. But I just think the choice and the transparency is the biggest difference. Yeah. We don't no, have a choice to be sold anymore. So, and that's, and we, we oftentimes will say, oh, well, you don't have to have Instagram. You don't have to have Facebook. Right. But, and you don't. But what about Apple and Google? Right? Because you do, so, at some point, to be a successful human, you have to have a phone. And you have to have accounts that, that tie to those things. So there is an option in Apple settings that was rolled out, I believe, this year. I'm never going to find it right now. But there's literally an option where you can turn it off. And it basically, it, I doesn't say this, but it basically says... I don't want to have targeted ads. I don't want anything searched for me for ads. So you can turn that off on your phone. Okay. I didn't because I want to see the targeted ads. See, I try and I've been doing this more recently is I've been trying to like hide my online activity. Not because I do. I have the most boring life in the world right now, especially. Oh, I don't. You don't have a boring life? Yeah. What do you do? I signed up for OnlyFans. Oh, we do have to talk about that. Let's, you know what? No, 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 go. You're just going to say. That's all I was going to say was. I think the problem is there is no choice or transparency in what is being sold to advertisers. That's my biggest issue. Okay. I should um, be able to, on, on every site, to just say, no, leave me alone. Don't track anything. Speaking of tracking, um, I signed up for, not, not OnlyFans, not yet. I mean, I did, but exposure notifications for Washington State. I did it. Oh, so you gave the government so, access to see where you are at all yeah, times? Yeah, and I just, like, whatever. Come and kidnap me. It's fine. Um... Uh, so my phone is, I'm an active status and it says your iPhone is exchanging random IDs with other phones and logging them. The past 14 days of requests to check your exposure log are saved and it's active region, Washington state department of health. Like look how crazy this looks yeah. it's in my settings. And, um, if I come in contact with anyone, whoa, look at all the places I've been. If I, where the hell have you been? Oh, I guess every few minutes it does that. I feel like you haven't gone anywhere in two weeks. So what it'll do, it kind of every once in a while, like checks your location and saves it, I guess. So if anyone, so I have to come in here if I test positive and tell them. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's been in that same area in the last 14 days will get a ping saying, you've been around someone who tested positive. I bet you don't even have to. Well, I guess if you're going to the city of Seattle testing site, you probably don't, don't even have to tell the app. That's not true because it's just my name at the city of Seattle testing site. So I could use it. They have your social, don't they? Mm-mm. 
I feel like I signed up with my social, no? No, it's not a sign up. You just, every time you go in, you uh, log in. Which, is it weird that I, even though I haven't done anything in like two weeks and I've gotten tested twice, I want to go get tested again? No, it's not weird to think. It's weird to probably do it, but it's not weird to think it because it, nothing makes sense because I know someone who tested positive after being in quarantine for three weeks. Two people, actually. You know, and this is where you're seeing a lot of the memes where it's like, Comparing how panicked we were in March mm -hmm. to how lax we are now and comparing that to the actual amount of positive tests mm -hmm. uh, or positive test results. I didn't real, really know anyone personally. There were maybe three or four people that I knew personally up until September. Do you want to know how many I know right now? I know a ton now. I know 10. My uncle just got it. My dad's best friend just got it. My, my dad's cousin, his son. Like there's a lot of people in my life same that got it and i can say that without giving out personal information because i have a shit ton of people uncles and uncles. a shit ton of cousins so yeah i'm not gonna drop names or who they are but it's people that i have to constantly check in with every yeah. day i have someone who's like a, my age young help very healthy runs marathons all kinds of things and was like i'm hanging in there i'll tell you what yeah. i do not feel well it's crazy yeah. and that's why i think in my mind i'm like well you know, I by did marathons, test. by the way, I mean 5K marathons. Okay, they're, they're just the 5K. It's not a marathon. A marathon is a specific race. That's like saying I run a 40-yard dash 400. It's not the same thing. There's two different races. That's not true. Yeah, it is. It's the same thing. You can run a 5K and be at calling it a marathon. No, you can't. You can just call it a marathon. Uh, we are going to talk about Carla Marie. Did you sign up yourself for OnlyFans or you signed up to watch someone's page on OnlyFans? I have an OnlyFans account. That's what I will say. Okay, Carla Marie has an OnlyFans account. Um... Speaking of yes. running, I have to drop off my car at Pet Boys to get mm -hmm. my tires replaced. It's not far from my house, but I decided I'm going to run back. Okay. That's not a marathon. It's not a 5K, so it can't be a marathon. <laughs> let's, all right, let, let's just get into it. Tell us about this OnlyFans experience, Carla Marie. So if you don't know what OnlyFans is, um, it's similar to a subscription to like any form of media. So okay. if you're subscribing um, to our Twitch channel, it's extra money to have no ads and, and eventually get, ex you know, content that people who aren't subscribing will get. Mm -hmm. um, if you pay to subscribe to maybe a Patreon, maybe you know that, you know, people put podcasts on there and you have to pay for them. That's the same idea with OnlyFans, except 99.9% .9 of the content on there is porn okay now a lot of the people who are on there are claiming it is the small business of porn and you are paying the pornographic model the, the content creator the actor the content creator content creator directly opposed to going to Pornhub and getting a yeah. subscription and then a company gets it and blah, blah, also blah. who subscribes to Pornhub I've thought does, about it does anyone actually pay for that I don't so wait so there's this girl so I've always been curious like what does the back end of OnlyFans look like? <laughs> did you see the back end? Yeah, I did actually. Because I, I want to know what the, the UX, like the user interface is. I really wanted to know because so many people have mm -hmm. said to us, just sign up and get an OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it for the research, huh? I did. Yeah, yeah. So, so many people have said that to us. Like we've toyed around with like, why don't we get an OnlyFans kind of as a joke and we'll put a podcast or just mm -hmm. like random videos up there that are not sex <laughs> for people to buy. For now. For now, I mean, whatever. We may get to a point where we're selling our bodies. <laughs> All right, so so I make up. an account because there's this girl that I actually know and have met before. Mm -hmm. Will you know her as well? 
Okay. Wait, which the one in California or the one who started here? There's two. Well, yeah, there's we did an event with someone who has an OnlyFans. That's what I'm talking about. No, no, no. There's two. Well, I guess technically we did. There's a person who has an OnlyFans where I hosted an event with them at their place of business. But then there's someone who we did a club appearance with who also has an OnlyFans. Not that one. Okay. Well, we can mention her. I love her. Go for it. Luxie Boo? Yeah. I didn't know she had an OnlyFans. That's her whole thing is about her OnlyFans. Her whole Instagram is pitching seen... her OnlyFans. She's like, I follow her on Instagram. I'm like, damn girl, you're hot. Like, I want to have sex with you. Okay, but you, so you no, didn't follow her. No, I didn't know. I'm going to go. Now I'm going to lose all. Okay. So <laughs> the other girl, I was just so curious as to what this other girl was posting on her OnlyFans. Oh, the fans. barista girl. Yeah. And because her social media is already like very sexual. Yeah. Like is basically porn. Yeah. Like licking girls butts and stuff. So I'm like, let me go look. I had to spend $15 for the month. There's not even like an intro fee. So 15 bucks. I had to make an OnlyFans account. 15 bucks I paid. I need to make sure I cancel it at the end of this month. How much do you think she makes off of that? Because like with I'd Twitch it up. at the, the regular tier one level. So if you subscribe to our Twitch channel, it's $4.99. And we or get half. free if you sign up with Amazon. Yeah. So we get half and Amazon gets half. Yeah. Well, guess what? We got to move over to OnlyFans. What do they get? 80%. 80? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Well, I mean, if you're going to be putting a P in the V. Is that what she's doing? Yes. She's I doing was. like legit porn? So this is the first time I've ever seen anyone I know have sex. I thought OnlyFans for the most part, I thought it was like a lot of like solo videos. Like look at me bathing. There's a lot of that. Okay. But I watched. What is it more of? Is it more of her doing it with it, someone? No, there's only a few of those because I went through all of the videos. From um, what I know, she's married. Is she? Who's she doing it with? Do you know? I believe it's her husband. Okay. Which is, you know what? Great. Yeah. Um, But. It's just, I, I, I watched someone. Are you on her page right now? Yeah. Look. Okay, wait, wait. I got a message. So am I allowed to look? Or is that like violation of the OnlyFans agreement? I, do, I mean, I, you can look, but that's weird. Hold on. Also, I like was very scared that this girl was going to see my name. I don't know how they see that. I think you do get to see a subscriber list, no? If I, but I have a random, like my username is numbers. I'm looking up to see if, see if I can see Lexi Boo. I'm on Messenger, but like, do you have a promo code? Sometimes, you know what is crazy? Sometimes they will do, I will see, because I follow two women who have OnlyFans okay. pages at least. So Luxie Boo has, same thing, $14.99 a month. So if I, I, so is that the standard rate? That's $30 if I subscribe to both of them a month. It is so much cheaper to subscribe to us on Twitch. <laughs> you know what's so funny is there are so many businesses now that are making a good amount of money based off of what radio used to do. And radio used to be a really good way to get a personal, real-life experience with someone that you don't know. So if you listen to a radio station at night back in the day, there was a local guy on your radio station, and you got that one-on-one -on -one connection. They might have shouted you out. They may have played your song request and said, hey, this is for Stephanie in Puyallup. Thank you so much for listening to us on blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And... That personal interaction, that one-on-one -on -one real life interaction, um, is what was like the basis of radio. It's what yeah. why people loved it so much for such a long time. And you're now starting to see that Twitch, I will say this all the time, the best people on Twitch would be fantastic on the radio. Mm -hmm. Or well, not in what radio is becoming, but what right. radio was and what it was founded as. Because 
they know how to create a good conversation about stupid things. Bring people in. Bring people in and and shout out and acknowledge the people who are viewing and listening and interacting. And that's really what OnlyFans is. OnlyFans is like the, a local radio station <laughs> and porn had a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Sorry, I was drinking my shake. Do you know that Luxie Boo has a cookbook? I did not know that. She is the writer. Well, it's a book by Lux and Friends. Okay. Of the Mother's Milk Cookbook, the official breast milk cookbook. Is it cooking with breast milk? Yeah. Does she have a kid? I think she does. What? I, I believe so. So we did an event with her a few years ago at a club here in Seattle. Trinity. She is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Not saying that I expected her not to be, yeah. but... I've also never been around. And is she a porn star? I don't think she's ever done porn. She knows porn stars and works yeah, like as she, friends with them. Right, right. But like she poses in like bikinis and lingerie on Instagram. Like I don't do that. Or if I do, like I, I'm probably in a, a candy bar. Like I don't do the sexy thing. Uh-huh. So like when you meet someone that you see like that all the time and you meet them, you're kind of expecting them to be a bitch because they're hot. Yeah. I'm unfortunately, that is just a thing that happens immediately and hate me for it. Whatever. But I met her. She's the freaking sweetest. She'll still me- like messages me on Instagram, yeah, retweets she, us stuff, tweets us. Yeah, like the best. Like she's a very smart, savvy businesswoman. And what's cool about her specifically is when we did the event with her, um, the club flew her up, I believe, from Los Angeles. I think that's where she's based. And obviously paid for her to like post about it, do take pictures with people. And when the club owner introduced us to her, she was like, oh, my God, come to my table, hang out. Have a drink. She started pouring us drinks and stuff. And it was just like right from the very beginning. Yeah. She was super nice. So and that's nice. the only in-person interaction either of us have ever had with her. Yeah. It was like 15 minutes. And she'll still comment on things and and, and interact with us on social media. And she's just, I'll ask her questions about yeah. things that she's doing and she'll answer me right away. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see that she's a normal person. So you think we can get a discount? You can ask her. Nah, support small, right? Yeah. You got to support the people that support you. Well, next month I'll buy her. Okay, you're going to buy a subscription, not buying her. I have a subscription. You know what's so crazy, though? And, yeah, I'm sure that there's a couple guys who might be on OnlyFans and do well. And You should I, do it. But I don't think that those guys would do well, whether they're straight or not. Mm-hmm. I don't think those guys would do well with a straight female audience. I just don't see women. I don't. Okay. I don't and I don't picture women, mm-hmm. hetero women, um, buying buying an OnlyFans subscription yeah, to I see, see someone that. do like the helicopter with their penis. Well, I hope that they're not doing that. I'm sure there is you know? an audience for it. I think the difference with women is, yeah, we see hot guys and we're like, damn, like, oh, okay, like I want to, but like men sexualize women's bodies. I think way more than women sexualize men's bodies. I would. Meaning, like, a guy will see me on Instagram mm. and, like, sitting on the couch with my cats and be like, I don't know, make a pussy comment yeah. or something. Because so, there's, like, but if you post a picture, the only time you get it normally is from gay men. That's not true. More. More, yes. And that's what I mean. Um, But I would say, and I had this conversation, we're going we're gonna to have it further on Monday. Because there's something I need to put on the screen on our Twitch show on Monday and, and talk about. Okay. There's a, a news article. But I think men are more delusional when it comes to, to seeing an attract someone that they're attracted to. Right? So if a guy is 
attracted to a woman, right away, that woman can get so much from that guy. Attention, favors, money, gifts. It's just, it's so much easier on that route. However, if Carla Marie, if you saw a hot guy on, on social media and he randomly was like, hey, can you send me 50 bucks? Like, go fuck yourself. You're like, what? You but really? guys, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's guys feel like they have to be the hero all the time in those types of He's relationships dumb. or whatever, or just plain idiocy. For whatever reason. It's how your brains are wired. Maybe. It is. And I, how is it wired? I like, explain that. So there, guys, and and I'm not making this up, but, but I'm also not like a scientist or, or whatever, an <laughs> okay. evolutionist, and I don't know how to explain things, but... Guys, men's are so guys' brains are so wired to mate that you will do. Maybe that's not what you're thinking when you pay this random girl on Instagram fifty dollars. I don't think that's what it is. It is. I think it's you the will, attention. I disagree a hundred percent. I think it's the attention okay, that that girl I'll say, gives. I'll say it's also 50-50. because you're not thinking. Oh, I want to make babies. I need to send her fifty dollars. But in in your brain, your body is doing things you cannot control and you don't know, and it's your inherent. Um, Need, need to have a baby to have a baby i disagree a hundred percent um no i will fight you on this one we're gonna make a little debate cards and we're gonna do this again for real i think the biggest difference is not that men are always ready to mate i think our genetic code or our biological impulses are for the most part the same across the board i think it's a lot of it is guys feed on attention from attractive women and if you're a a, a lonely guy mm -hmm. and there's a girl like Luxie Boo or the or, or the woman that you're following on OnlyFans mm -hmm. that shouts you out and says oh my god sweetie thank you so much Greg they for following my page get a boner you they that guy like melts a little bit and he's like oh my god Luxie Boo knows who I am but here's the thing also, if Luxie Boo did that to me, I'd be like, oh my God. Also, but like you, when Elijah Schlesinger, the comedian, I was yeah. in her Instagram live one day and she shouted me out, like just because I asked a question and I like screamed through my phone. I was sweating. It's still different because you're not going to, if, if Eliza Schlesinger, I can, Schlesinger. Schlesinger posted her Amazon wish list, you would not be going on there, buying her a gift and sending it to her home. No. And getting nothing for it. No. I mean, we know we know a girl on TikTok who literally had to set up her own P.O. box. P.O. box? P how do I how do I enunciate that? P.O. box. P.O. box. No, wait, now P.O. box. P.O. box. P not, it's a P, P box. But it's a P it's dot a, O dot box. I'm gonna call it a P.O. box. Anyway, she set up her own P.O. box. <laughs> Why am I P. doing that? Um because random guys on TikTok, and she's only been she doesn't do anything naked. She no. Yeah, she'll talk about sexual but no, topics, but no not like, different than what we're doing right now. Yeah. And guys will send her gifts. Women, I don't, I don't see women doing that. I don't see a a funny and attractive guy going on TikTok and having to set up his own PO box because women around the world are just okay. like, I want to send you things. So the only time I would do that is okay. if it. This is going to sound creepy. Luckily, it's coming from a, a female. Oh, if great. it was like a. 21 year old college guy that's like hey i don't have any money you would do that <laughs> i don't think you would i really don't think you would and I but i but that same mentality though carla marie mm -hmm. that hero mentality i think is another reason why guys are more likely to uh -huh. send money is because like oh yeah i want to be her hero i want to be her knight in shining armor well, so i'm gonna buy her a, 
a Nordstrom gift card. There's oh yeah, I would get those. Yeah. There's way more sugar daddies than sugar mommies. And I think it's because women realize they don't have to pay for it most of the time. Like, yeah, you'll have to lower your standards if you want it all the time, but you don't have to pay for it. Guys can guys' standards that's why for think, the most part couldn't be lower, and they still have to pay for it. I mean, we were having this conversation with our friends Ricky and Jake from the Twenty Something Doing Nothing podcast, which. Pause. Hold on. We're on their podcast this week. It launched yesterday. Today is Friday. They went live on Thursday. But next week, we didn't mention this Thursday. in the beginning. Next Thursday, December 10th at 5.30 Pacific time, 8.30 p.m. East Coast time, we're doing a event with them and we're calling it the hopefully not so awkward virtual holiday extravaganza presented by the Carla Marie and Anthony show and the 20 somethings doing nothing podcast. Bam. And that will be on our Twitch channel, which the link again is in the description right below here in the show description. Just free look, to for, watch. look for Twitch, click it. You can follow for free. You can subscribe for free if you have Amazon prime uh, or you can just subscribe because you like us. And we're, we have drink recipes on our Instagram accounts and you can make the same drinks that we're all making that night. Yeah. Rest festive, have fun, blah, blah, blah. That's if, what we're doing. If you are of age to drink. I mean, you're in your own home. I don't care what you do. If you are of age to drink, we are not encouraging underage drinking. Well, I'm not selling it to you. If you can convince someone to sell it to you, that's not my problem. Carla Marie, the government is listening. You gave them access to your phone. We are not <laughs> telling people to drink underage. So anyway, we were having a conversation with Ricky and Jake last night and sending them links to these girls who were all separate accounts live on Twitch last night. Just having random conversations with themselves, yeah. just staring at their screen, and had thousands of people in their chat subscribing, sending money, all this stuff. All of them had one thing in common. They were attractive. Yes, two things in common. Their boobs were out in a sense of there like was cleavage, some cleavage, cleavage yeah. right? Not gratuitous. It wasn't no. like an OnlyFans type of thing. No, no, no. And I and Ricky and I, Ricky was like, "Geez, this is crazy." I said, "Here's the thing." Good for them. Yeah. They're not doing like they're not doing anything that is considered nudity, which so what if they were, but I'm saying that they're just making money off of their cleavage. If guys are willing to throw their money yep. at a woman who is speaking, and you know what? The one girl was literally talking about HPV, vaginal exams, periods, PCOS, all this stuff, and there's just guys in there watching spending money on it. The one that girl She's that Carla Marie is talking about at one point. I guess was cooking a, an air fried burger in her home and left, just left the whole screen. Nothing was happening. Said, Hey guys, I'll be back in a couple of minutes. And 900 people stayed there just waiting, waiting. for As her to come back. And we did the, the quick math because on the right side of the bottom right of her screen, it said how many subscribers, uh, what her goal was for subscribers. And it yeah. said currently she had 2,970, I think was the number. And or 200, whatever it was, but the math that we did, even if it was all tier one subscribers, and I'm sorry if this is a lot of Twitch talk and you don't understand it, but tier one is $4 and 99 cents. And like we said earlier, half of that goes to the, the content creator. She was making $7,000 a month. Just talking, just talking. And she was a home. college girl, 21 yeah. years old, um, Washington actually State, in Washington. Up? Yeah. And I think it's my friend, my friend, Laura, I think this is what she said before, but if I can make money off the patriarchy, yep. then go for it. Yep. If these men who make more money than women, you know, to the dollar, mm -hmm. make more money than women and, you know, are just gen generally could be sexist, you know, in the, in the world that we live in now, women are still inferior to men. Am I saying that right? Kind of. Yeah. Well, you're not. still at a disadvantage. And dis disadvantage. You're not Why inferior. Why not? Not you're correct. 
why not take their money? Here's where I stand on it. And it's similar. It's, and it has, in my mind, it doesn't have a lot to do with the cultural problems that we have to deal with. I don't think any amount of women on OnlyFans or Twitch making money off of dumb guys is going to fix that problem. But as long as what you are doing is straightforward and there are people who are willing to give you money for that thing, take it. You know, on an OnlyFans page, as long as you are straightforward and you're saying, hey, you're going to pay $15 a month to see me naked on this account. And sometimes if you pay more, I'll shout you out. If someone's willing to pay for that, that's on them. Yeah. If someone's willing to spend their money on Twitch, on a gamer who's going to play Call of Duty in her lingerie, that's their choice. But if you tell me you're going to play Call of Duty in your lingerie and you wear sweatpants all the time, then maybe I want my money back. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was one girl that we saw on Twitch yesterday who... She was doing ASMR, which is really just sound. Like, she wasn't even talking So it would be like if this podcast was me drinking just my smoothie? No, she wasn't even making sounds with her mouth. It was, oh, God, that sound. Oh. The straw was. (laughs) But ASMR is just the idea of sound. No, it would be like if Carla Marie had a channel. It was Carla Marie um, sipping her drink. But all you heard was. Like that, the straw on the glass. That's what this woman was doing with Pokemon cards. It was she just had a microphone directed at the folder with laminated sheets, the binder, and Pokemon cards, and you could hear her flipping and opening the three rings and then closing them. I do like I like the non-body sounds. I can. She was on for three hours. But I'm whatever. I'm just saying. I if someone was like writing, I could listen to that all day, and it would calm me. She had like. What was it? She had, a hundred, I think, 100,000 people in there watching. She has Wasn't over a million. Many. Yeah, she has over a million followers. But her boobs were also out. Yeah, but not again. It was like there was cleavage, but it was normal for the most part. It wasn't anything crazy. Agreed. Like, but if she was wearing a turtleneck, I have a feeling there would be less people in there. You know, I'm glad you said that, Carla Marie, because there's a problem that I've seen in media and especially with a certain, a small group of women who will claim to be influencers or content creators or whatever it happens to be, mm-hmm. who don't credit enough why they have their following and what they do. Because they know... I know there's people who follow me just from my boobs. But there's, there are certain people, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, whatever, who are like oh, well, I'm a host, blah, 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 and people follow me because I talk about Call of Duty, or people follow me because they love my fitness routine. And it's like, no. They, you might serve them that kind of content, but when you're doing it in a bikini, mm. when you're doing it mm. with a lot of cleavage, you clear, and, you're, and you see the comments mm. that are there. You know why a lot of people are following. I'm not saying that's the only reason you exist, but I just, I hate when they don't credit Well, they're not going to say... Thank you for following my account where I post bikini photos. You don't acknowledge it. But also, I just don't think that you have the right to say that. Why not? Because. Why not? Because I don't think that you, I think that you follow a lot of accounts for that reason. Um, not really, honestly. You used to. Not really. You follow bikini baristas. 
not and you don't drink coffee. I've the the one that I met in person I follow. You used to follow a lot of bikini baristas. No, I show you the ones that come through my explore page and that's totally different. I don't. I really don't. And I try to make sure that like the accounts that I follow are not just butts and boobs. Okay. Because listen, you're I telling love butts me and that boobs. The, okay, a workout person who is like shows boobs and bikini a lot. They should be like, "Hey, thanks for being here no. for me posting my boobs and bikini." No, but and it's hard without the a specific um, instance to bring up. But I'll see people who will post things. Like, oh, this guy told me people only follow me because I'm cute or people only, I only have this many followers because I'm cute. And it's like, well, that's not 100% false. It's not. And whether it's guys or girls, I mean, I think there are a lot of guys who have fitness accounts who are jacked, who have those followers because they're attractive. But they wouldn't have that same amount of followers if they were either covered up while they were working out or not as in shape. Well, yeah. And granted, fitness is different because generally speaking, people follow people who look more in shape than not. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. What did you just do, Carla Marie? Shake. Well, I just asked you. You're not going to acknowledge that in the microphone? My, my, I have one of those reusable straws that has the little um, rubber thing on top for people who bite straws. And it popped off. There you go. Because I think it was re really weird that I asked a question and there was just <laughs> silence for like 30 seconds. You weirdo. It's my beach body shake. If you're interested in beach body, I'm a beach body coach. DM me. All right. Uh, we've been doing this for way longer than we should have. We're at almost, I think, 50 minutes. We're hovering that 45 to 50 minute time. Uh, thank you for listening to us ramble. Thank you for listening to us argue. Thank, for, thank you for listening to us discuss. If you want to follow along with anything that we're doing, anything links are in the description below. And if you can make some time Thursday, December 10th, 830 on the East Coast, 530 on the West Coast, we are going to be having our what, Anthony, hopefully not so awkward holiday extravaganza presented by nope. the Carla Marie. Nope. You are virtual uh, holiday. Uh. Are you just pressing random buttons. It's the. That's what Hopefully I said. Hopefully not so awkward. Virtual, virtual holiday extravaganza presented, presented by, by the Carla Marie and Anthony show and the 20 somethings doing nothing podcast. There we go. Congratulations, Carla. And Marie. 20 somethings actually. There's you, not that thing. you can finish your shake now that you've been struggling and to hug drink. my cats like Max. And hug your cats. So cute. Um, my Day Friday is back in case this is your first time listening oh. to us. We used to do this every Friday. We will continue to do it every Friday. Um, thank you very much for making time for us. Next week. We're going to play clips of us being on the air with Elvis like eight years ago. Okay. Okay, bye.